Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the afternoon here on Ausbiz Live from our Brangaroo Studios. You've tuned in to the call. Ten stocks picked by you. I put those stocks to our... Two experts, our expert panel, we do it all in one hour. Let's bring in the A-team today to kick the week off on a Monday. Gaurav Sodhi from Intelligent Investor. Gaurav, how are you? Nice to see you. It's actually the first time the three of us have been together. It must be for months, Eric. But yeah. Yes, yeah, because yeah. yeah, I've been all... Did coronations yeah, and all right. that Maybe sort of stuff. All, all, all the side the tr- sidetracking stuff. <laughs> have you missed me? <laughs> <laughs> and now we've got the gang back. Now the king I'm is glad back. to have you back. Uh, yeah. yes, right. from Deep Data Analytics. Yeah. How are you, mate? Oh, look, great, great. Him, uh, I don't miss so much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, I mean, every time we come up, something yeah. unique always happens, right? Yeah, yeah. Have a look at the Japanese market. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. It is back. At levels, this run we have not seen since the late 80s. Mm. Right, right. Is that good or bad? But it's, it's just unique. It's because surprising. It's, yeah, it yeah. is surprising, but yeah. it's a unique set of circumstances. I mean, the inflation is actually out of control. The economy has been stagnating for, I don't know, how many decades. But it's a, it's a Ponzi scheme that just keeps going. Right. And you go, wow, how long can they go? But it's kind of like when the whole world is a bit of a uncontrolled mess. Yep. The... But the, I guess the consistent Ponzi scheme is actually a better place to be. Everyone from <laughs> everyone from Warren Buffett has actually gone in there. Yeah, yeah. Warren's been buying Japanese for it last yeah, year, yeah. right? Right. Now everyone's gone there, and the index has just gone boom. It's at all-time high since the 80s. And you sit there and go, how does that even make sense? Yeah. Given that inflation actually is beating. So, but the thing is, BOJ doesn't go with any data. It's just, you know, we we are in yield control no matter what. Yeah. So in in a weird way, it's actually a good place to be. So well, it is a good place to be even now. Or even you, now, because you miss the run. In a weird way, it's actually okay because if you think there's a market risk, everyone gets hit anyway. Yeah. Uh, and you know that BOJ is never going to do anything. If by some fluky chance they actually, you know, they might release the yield control slightly higher, which means the yen strengthens. So you actually, for a global investor. It's actually right. better to be in Japan because you'll get the currency kicker. You know, one of the best businesses I've ever seen um, comes out of Japan. It's that um, zipping company, YKK. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's unlisted, um, but that thing uh, has a monopoly, basically, on all high-end zips all over the world. Is and they that make, right? They make all this stuff out of Japan, not out of Vietnam or China or something, uh, uh, out of Japan. Sure. But if you're a designer and you're charging $1,000 for a dress or a jacket, um, and and your zip breaks, and the zip, you use a cheap zip, and it breaks. Like the customer is going to be so annoyed. Yep. Yep. Uh, for a thirty cent item, I mean, their margins are reportedly. I mean, it's private, so it's a bit secretive, but reportedly just enormous. And mm. uh, uh, that is one business. If it ever came to market, I would just love to own that. So one, yep. I reckon it's one of the best businesses in the yeah, world. I was, yeah, I was watching uh, somewhere. I found the picture of Bic the pen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's been the same design <laughs> through time, right. and they go, if it works. Why change? Yeah. And you go, it actually makes sense. It's the yeah. same thing. Logic. There are some great businesses in Japan. The problem has always been the uh, the corporate governance over there. And I think, 
Look, I'm probably you, you call it a Ponzi scheme. I know you're. you're oh, no, 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 that's the economy. Around. I think yeah. their oh, businesses right. yeah, are yeah, a different yeah. kettle of yeah. fish. I think they're yeah. doing really well. But I think there are signs now that the well, we're talking about culture, or fair, but the the corporate culture in Japan is slowly changing. Yes. Corporate governance is getting better. Right. Capital allocation is getting better. Demographic there change. Are reasons well, why it, yeah. I, I think one because it was really be a closed shop, was it? All all the big Japanese firms just protect each other. Yeah. Protect each other, and yeah. inside the companies themselves, there was just no meritocracy. It was a really strict age yeah. hierarchy, um, yeah. and that's I think that's changing. Yeah, well. I think everything yeah. is changing. Yeah. It, it'll be fascinating because what happens in Japan. Will not stay in Japan. I'm It'll guessing have a huge though, effect around the world. Japan probably isn't stock of the day. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. no. Um, five stocks uh, this half hour. Yeah, RPM right. Global, Frontier Digital Ventures, Develop Global, Hanson Technology, and Pointier at stock of the day. I thought we'd go back to buy now, pay later. Remember when we talked about it every single day? Everyone was on board. Then the thing crashed. Well, the government um, is set to be, market is set to be regulated with a new set of credit laws, the long awaited. We knew these were, were coming, that we'll see providers have to comply with responsible lending obligations. Uh, had an impact on a zip share price today, down 6%. Block is down, I think, 1.5% at the moment. Uh, zip. Uh, COO Peter Gray, one of the founders, spoke to Nadine this morning about the impact of regulation on their business. Uh, let's have a look. To some degree, uh, regulation is viewed as negative for the industry. It's, it's in fact a positive. I think obviously we've got to continue to, uh, you know, shout the message that uh, this is BAU and potentially a competitive advantage for our business given uh, our, our conduct and standards that we already adhere to and the fact that it's business as usual for ZIP. Okay, see the full interview on the Ausbiz website, but if you'd like to, to hear more from Peter, but basically Zip always tried to differentiate themselves from the other buy now pay laters as having those credit controls in, in place, mate, than any here. But it's been hit the hardest today. <laughs> well, I guess it's the, uh, one of the few pure plays. I mean, yeah. Square is now consuming and mm. God knows how yep. you work that out. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you, have to be, you have to have a few squares. Yeah. Um, now, I think, uh, look, it's it's like a, it's like the PWC thing, you know. Uh, good luck trying to work it out till we actually work out the effect of it. Yeah. These things can be a lot of uh, barking, uh, but not much of a bite. So we'll see how it plays out. But you're right. Zip was always expecting some, a move towards this, yep. Um, and so they were always designed for that with credit checking and so forth. So I think that's relatively well priced. The problem for the sector, and it's funny how. Nothing like this happens when stock prices are going up and yeah, we're right. on a bull market. You're so right. You're no. so right. Everything happens yeah. when it's shot to pieces, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, we're on yeah. a recession call. Yeah. So in that context, nobody's going to touch these stocks. I mean, the stock moves up 5 10% on a day for no reason. So, I mean, we're in a tax loss selling. So mm. um, a lot of these things will play out. But I think it is funny how that's come out now. I think it's good. There needs to be a certain level of uh, protection uh, for the consumers because they can be targeted. Uh, but uh, look, I think the the horse has already bolted. Yeah. Um, the worry is it's already done. Um, and I know and, uh, everyone will pull out these numbers and say, on average, there's only like $2,000 in buy now, pay later. That's because on average, there's a lot of people, but the majority of the people who are getting into trouble are a small minority who's got massive amount yeah. of debt in these yeah. things. So it's, it's, it is one of those things where you've got to be careful. I hope they do it properly because the cycle is down. This is the time to do the reform. Hopefully it's a proper reform and then you come out of the other side better. Uh, but look, you're in, a, as I said before, you're in a recession call. 
these are not the stocks you want to be jumping into. Okay. So you wouldn't be getting into the sector oh, at all? No. Staying yeah. out of finance, especially any short-term debt play. Yeah, Gora? Yeah, look, I think the entire business model is still under a cloud. I'm not convinced there is a sustainable business here. And it would be fascinating to see what Afterpay is would have been doing as a standalone business because yep. increasingly it's looking like that this whole buy now, pay later segment was a fad that has now fallen. Um, and I, I think if you view it in that context, it reveals so much about market psychology and human behavior. And it tells you how you need to invest to make money, which is to avoid fads. Or if you're going to in, get involved with fads, recognize them for what they are and get the heck out pretty damn quick. Yeah. Um, but like these, I just see these all the time. Every few years, there is a fad or a fashion that takes off. You know, I remember it's usually some sort of exotic metal that, that goes bonkers, and it's a different one every time. So technology and, or a, or a, or a metal? Or the, the, only thing, the only things that can go from zero to one hundred yeah. in a millisecond. And yeah. you watch, and we we're going we have we're going to have an AI bubble. I have there's oh. no question in my mind. It's already if it's already if it's not if it's not already happening, it, it will happen. An AI bubble. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it used to be. You can Google for lithium, and you just go. If you got lithium on your name, your stock's going up. Yeah. Now it's AI. <laughs> now it's AI. People come yeah. out and say, yeah. "Look, yeah. I'm I'm baking buns. We're using AI." Yeah. <laughs> and we've seen this script so many times. The top will be when some gold miner changes its <laughs> business model to to making AI chips or something, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I just you know, you, with enough experience, you see these time and time again, and you learn um, to avoid them. And it, the harder part is sitting out while everyone else is making money. Um, yeah. But you learn that as well. Yeah. And, and I just, for me, it's just, the, the investing is just so simple um, and yet so hard. <laughs> and and oh, those think... simple rules are timeless and you learn them again and again. And for anyone who's lost money in Zip, like I don't feel bad about it. We've all done, we've all yep. fallen into fads. I've done the yep. same thing. Um, you know, take this as a learning and, and try and, and capture some of the, um, the yeah. lessons from it and, yeah. and don't and do use it. it because there will be more. Yes, there will, there be, will more. be more. I had yeah. you know, massive fund managers who were arguing with me uh, you know, on the initial cycle. They're going, but this is sustainable. This is this margin. This is like, you can't. Yeah. I mean, you just, it's just not possible. At some point, this will happen. And, and it is never was recession tested. That was the big question. I don't know. I think sometimes it can, it can be hard to know which new... Um, which new piece of tech, which new fashion actually sure. becomes sustainable. I, I wasn't sure. I, di I didn't know it was going to be a failure. I didn't know whether it was going to be a success. I just didn't know. What I did know was that every second stock we were getting asked about here was yes. a VPN yeah. stock. I was getting yeah. stopped in the street asking for um, buy now, pay later. And I just thought there is so much madness and euphoria around this sector. There is no way that there is any uncertainty left. It's the emotion. Yeah. Got to uh, go back to the data. Yeah. So, so the advice is... I'm, I'm happy to play those. Put things. all your emotions in a tiny little ball, bury them deep inside <laughs> you. <laughs> no, I'm happy <laughs> to play <laughs> those. It's easier said than done. Yeah. Like any, yeah. It's like me at a football game. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. I'm just on yeah. the app looking at the data, contested possessions, yeah, clearances, yeah, right, right. tackles, because oh, it takes the emotion out of it. Interesting. That's interesting. I get too, yep. I get yep. too emotional during yeah, a game. I love that. Oh, don't, so I just don't go back to the data. I've got one screen going and the other one the fantasy scores. Yeah, yeah. I'm going, yep, yeah, oh, yeah, no, that's I've adding, that this too. is going. That's I'm actually my super coach. Yeah. <laughs> that is actually a wonderful piece of advice, Koshi, because that's one of the things that we have instituted as well at II is, is when a market 
Um, at points of market tumult, we take yep. decision making completely out of our hands. We, we yep. have automated processes that take yep. over, yep. and that takes eliminates emotion. So if you're not a robot, you can actually still survive. Yeah, um, it's really important. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah, uh, just take the the key stats out. Yeah, uh, for me, it's contested possessions. If we're, winning, <laughs> if we're winning contested possession, yeah. I know we're in with the chance, yeah, yeah. even though the score might... You're no fun yeah. to watch footy with. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I look at, you know, mm. meters after contact. Yeah. Yeah. The team that continuously yeah, gets yeah. that in league, yeah. because at the point of contact, if you can keep driving, mm. then your momentum is forward. As, you look, as you're going forwards, the halves <laughs> get a better ball. So it's, it's a complete strategy that's based on how much you can keep moving forward. All right. So, so, so far, we've got uh, Japan, <laughs> Zips, yeah, yeah. and, uh, and super, Footy. Super, yeah. super coach and yeah. Zip. That's All right, it, yeah. let's go to our RPM Global then. Mm. Shabir wants a, uh, a view on this, saying, is it a good buy at current levels? Of course, software licensing in the um, uh, quite technical areas, aren't they? Laboratory, coal gas testing, training services. Uh, Greg, what do you think of RPM. Uh, RPM is a modern software stock that's actually come from a very old services background. Mm -hmm. It's the company has been around for decades and it was a consulting business for a long time, uh, mostly to the coal industry actually. It used to provide consulting services, you know, writing up all those reports um, and uh, um, it, it used to have a little software division in, within all that that helped the consultants, you know, do all their work. Um, and uh, over time, they got a CEO about a decade ago, I think it was 2012 or so, uh, Richard Matthews, he came from a, um, a software background, but also a mining background. And so um, what they started doing was selling off all their consult, oh, well, buying, they didn't really sell off, they sold off some of their consulting parts. What they did more rapidly was to add on more software parts. So they started building this software business up uh, to a point where it is now a software business overwhelmingly. And I think it's a very good mm. one. It's, it's for mm. me personally, we've invested in this uh, for years. It's one of the top holding in all of our funds. It's a top five position for me personally. Um, and I still think the business is, is undervalued. Um, right. the, so it's pulled back a bit. So it's pulled back with the yeah. small cap madness. Yeah. But the, and actually to be fair, the, the last report was not as good as, as what I would have expected. And that's because costs have been higher. Right. And, and that's, I think, across the board. And you don't want to throw away a, a very good business with a, great, um, with a great growth profile because of one bad report. Um, I still think the numbers here do not reflect um, what's happening in the underlying business because you've got mm. um, a growing um, uh, SaaS business that's kind of hidden be, behind um, falling um, perpetual license sales. It's, it's a story that's been told a thousand times yep. in, in software world, but it's true here. It's interesting to note, and I think one of the things that got me really ex interested in this stock was um, I saw that 60% of the total cost of a mine is actually in maintaining its capital equipment. Hmm. It's not in finding the stuff or digging it up, it's in maintaining plant and equipment. Okay. And this software is a market leader in doing in that, doing and the mining industry in general is probably several generations behind um, every other industry in um, in okay. computerizing or digitizing um, that whole part of the business. So. This, they've got a great product, a great management, um, and the sales record is accelerating rapidly. Um, so I'm expecting, I'm expecting very good results over the next few years. This is still a buy for okay. me, even though it's, I'm going to boast a little bit, it's a bit forexed for us, um, but I still mm -hmm. think it's a buy, and, and I think it's got, um, it could be multiples of the current okay. price. Nathan? 
Yeah, look, I have to agree. Um, it's mm. a really good business, and I, I've followed it for a while, so I know the history you just played yeah. out. Yeah, and, and who told and you about it, mate? Huh? And who yeah, I know, you? I know, <laughs> I know. And uh, I heard it all the way up, and I heard it uh, back down too. Yeah, back down. Uh, yeah. And and that's fine. I think he's mm. right. Um, but in the short term, I think mm. you have to. Uh, uh, there are issues that are playing out in the market, yeah. and wage is one of them, and uh, the economic environment is another one. Mm. I think it's going to be tough. I would wait to see what happens on the result, um, and this is one of my uh, to jump into list. Mm. But I'm just waiting um, the next yeah. set of data mm. because a lot of people have wage problem, a lot of people mm. have cost problems, mm. and I don't think these guys are immune to that. I think they will. They might get hit. I hope they do. Uh, mind you, I've been saying that about Ordinator and the damn thing is oh, not falling. Just, right? I know. No, right? I'm waiting for this one. I mean, it's come. We, we, got nine out, bucks. Yeah. we got out of 10. It's nine bucks. I mean, I need more than that. Come on. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, I could be wrong. But it is one where I think it, it is a good model. I agree with Grab. I think there's upside in the longer term. Shorter term, I think the wobbles, I think there, there's so a risk that it comes or a buy? If you, if you held it up to now, I think you hold it. Right. Um, I wouldn't sell it. Uh, but... If you're entering, I'd be waiting for the next result. Oh, mate, you've got to get this in the portfolio. Uh, uh, look, yeah, okay, I'll put a buy on it. Yeah. At, at least then and, I can and, have an argument. And get in, you know get what? in the portfolio. I, got, I wanted to get this out. Yeah. I got railroaded uh, getting Oz, um, Ostel, yeah. Ostel out. Well, we, we'd come yeah, yeah. here. 30%. Yeah. Right. Right? Anyway. Just just for look, context, we, we also haven't followed it. It yeah. went up thirty percent a day or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah. we, we got we don't get everything right. I mean, we lost money on elders, fifteen percent odd, and then we made twenty thirty percent on Ostel. Um, so kind of yeah. uh, even now for our clients, but that's that's the name of the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. You've got to be you're going to get a few wrong, but if you get more than what you get mm. wrong, then on less less on that. This one actually. Yeah, I think it's an interesting one because you want to look at sectors that everyone hates. Yes. Yep. And tech, yes. retail is coming. Like yes. another one I'm looking at is KMD Group, Kathmandu. Yes, I yep. think that's a good one to look that at. That is the yeah, last set of results was actually was interesting. Fantastic. fantastic. And they're now yeah. diversified out of, sorry, but yeah. we're diversified out of uh, winter clothes. So it's actually yeah, yeah. an interesting yeah, stock. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So again, agree. I'm looking at the bad sectors. And this is in a bad sector. It's a good model. Okay. So buy, and Kathmandu is a buy for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about Frontier Digital Ventures? Oh. Uh, Steve says oh. recently announced a capital raising. Yeah. Uh, Gaurav previously noted the long-term potential of the business. Has that changed your view? <laughs> <laughs> I was so um, gleeful about RPM, and I'm going to be um, the complete opposite with FDV because right. RPM was one that made us money. This has actually lost us a decent, right. decent chunk. Um, for members in the funds, we, we sold out um, at higher prices, but for, for people who followed the recommendation, they're down a fair way. Yeah. FDV is a, um, is a fascinating business. It, it's a collection of um, developing markets, classifieds, online classifieds. They do cars and, um, and property, yeah. uh, and they go out in different territories. It's um, like car sales and realestate.com in developing nations. Exactly. They don't just buy them up though, they take stakes, they get the founders to continue to run them. So they have a lot of local knowledge and the aim is is to get those businesses into a position of dominance and then um, ultimately get them monetized. Now, they were closest to doing this with Zameen, which is the dominant property platform in Pakistan. And that's actually a wonderful business. Um, But the the Pakistani economy blew up. They've got some balance of payments issues. It looks like the IMF is going to have to go in. The currency has collapsed and destroyed. 
the uh, the portfolio value of Zamin, right. even though the underlying business is actually performing really well, it's the currency exposure that's killed right. it. But that shows up in the accounts here, right? And, I, and it is important. It's not something you should overlook. It's the mm. genuine um, problem. Uh, but they've got other businesses, particularly their Latin American businesses, which are performing really well and are no longer um, sucking out money. They're, they're, they're break even now. So operationally, a lot is going right for this business. The, the, um, uh, the assets are actually performing reasonably well. Mm. It's the other stuff. The, the, this capital raising has been a disaster. They've, for a tiny amount of money, they've absolutely diluted the um, share count um, savagely. And I think it's going to be right. hard to recover from that. The founder has, um, has a lot of money on the table here. He's done it before with iProperty, which he built up and sold to REA. He was an ex-REA executive, knows this industry really well. I think this is a hold for now. You can still, if you're a, a speculator, I think there is a lot of potential upside here, but a lot of damage has been done by that currency and by um, dilution. And it's going to be, it's going to take time for that to recover. So I think this is still an interesting idea. I would certainly hold it. So you've been through the worst still hold. I think so. But I just think the recovery is going to be a lot slower. It's going to grind out. And uh, it's not obvious how long it will take. You need to show a lot of patience with something like this. Nathan? Yeah, we've talked about this before. I think I want to love it. Because yeah. I think it's a, the macro thematic of what it can do is amazing. They are very good. Um, and I followed iProperty for a while and yeah. we played that thematic. Actually, you told me about iProperty. Yeah, I, think. I know. Yeah. Uh, we we knew it was going to get taken over. Mm, they had a Vietnamese business yeah. yeah, which yes. they sold for a good yeah. gain about that's two right. years. So that's right. they're very good traders. So it, look, you want to like them. Um, but yeah, when the macro goes against you, yeah. <laughs> it is a it is a tsunami. And they just got absolutely hammered. I mean, Pakistan got flooded and then political problems and then an IMF. I mean, it, it's it's always at the bottom of the cycle. And those risks were always there. That's yeah. not an unknown. Exactly. We just but, ended but up facing it, but the But the thing about emerging yeah. markets is when that happens, it just doesn't happen one. It mm. happens in multiple You're stages right. and it yeah, completely yeah. goes pear-shaped, yeah. right? And so it is one that, you know, if you held it, oh, I'm sorry, but just don't look at it. Just leave it. <laughs> So you're saying hold it? I think you hold it uh, because you've got to back management to turn Mm. it around. If you're a new money, I would say, um, you know, wait for the first upgrade and it will come at some point. I am actually looking at emerging markets quite a bit because Mm. I think there's real value there. And the it's next cycle hated will part be. of the market. Yeah, exactly. It'll yeah. be the right. next one. So I am looking at it. This is a stock you want to keep on your list, but not right now. Okay. Um, what about Develop Global? Uh, Terry wants a view on that. She says uh, Bill Beeman, who took Northern Star from a, a petty stock to a top 50 company, is in charge, looks to have a good business model, copper and zinc projects in, uh, in the Pilbara, and uh, also potash, sulfur. Yes, I, I like this question a lot. Actually, I like I like the way the viewers thinking. I like this process. This is a great way to f- to find ideas. You follow people, and yep. the more I do this job, the more I realise this is businesses aren't a bunch of numbers on a on a spreadsheet. Hey. You get a lot of people. Oh, sorry, hey. sorry, sorry. <laughs> the way I do it is that, is that I don't think businesses are a bunch of numbers. You get a lot of investors screening for metrics, looking at numbers. I would much prefer following people because it's right. people that build these things as people that make good and bad decisions and that's what determines how these yeah. things evolve. So copper, zinc, silver. Yeah, look, I, yeah. I think if you're in here, you're looking at it for what it could be than rather than what it is today because these, these assets look quite modest to me. Um, they've got a really unusual business model. So just to step back a moment, Bill Beaumont, and uh, I think it was he had, a, he had a very good chairman over at Northern Star and a couple of other top executives, they all came out of Barrick Gold. 
and um, they set up this little thing, Northern Star, and fortuitously, as they were setting up, Barrick was actually exiting Australia, and they wow. sold um, three, they wanted to get rid of three mines, and Barrick is a giant, these were three little mines, they didn't care about the price. So these ex-Barrick executives came up and just bought them. Bought them all. And wow. I'm happy to say, that's when we recommended the stock back at II, right. um, back when, when um, Beaumont did that, because that's a great setup. When, when insiders leave the company to do their own thing and purchase from their former bosses, I love that. Yep. Um, I'm not sure that can be repeated again. That was, that was a combination of luck and a lot of luck. And I don't think that's what he's trying to do here. This looks really like a, like a Minres model. He's trying to set up a contracting business and then use that contracting business to develop his own mining operations, okay. specifically um, an expertise in underground mining, which is hard. Uh, uh, the, the contracting business looks quite interesting. They've got a $400 million contract with Bellevue Gold, which is a, a, a fantastic up and coming uh, gold mine. Um, but the actual mining assets, I would say they look light on. The biggest is Woodlawn, which is a, uh, which is a, it's a multi-metal kind of mine discovered in the 1960s, been thrown around from one owner to the other, a bit of a mess. I'm not super confident about it, but this is a great management team, so I don't know. It's not a risk I want to take. I love the setup. It, I actually have this stock on my watch list. I think it's interesting to follow, but it, you really are betting on management here. Mm. Um, and. But you're saying they're good. They're good, but they, they got uh, there's a lot of luck. You know, I think sometimes we over imbue management with with uh, with skill, and we also over imbue them with stupidity. They're not always brilliant. They're not always dumb. Luck is such a big factor mm. in investing, and you have to give it its due. They were lucky Barrack was leaving. They were lucky they got those mines. They did a great job, but they got lucky. You probably need to get lucky again here. Uh, I, this is just a hold for me. I wouldn't be buying right. this yet. It looks it looks quite expensive, but keep it on your watch list. Interesting. Interesting, you said Minres because I was kind of thinking, thinking yeah, because right. yeah, yeah. it's got got that pieces <laughs> that right. kind of reminds you, yep. uh, and good management, um, mm -hmm. and and the interesting part is a couple of brokers already cover it, right? Yeah. And they're upgrading, so mm. kind of tells me that there's M and A coming. They're probably positioning for more M and A. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, okay. And you know, <laughs> my take on it when brokers are upgrading yeah, and yeah. one recently initiated, especially a small, you know, like, small and profitable stock. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's just getting into the profit range. You know, yeah. it's great yeah. for broking report. Uh, maybe I'm just cynical after three decades, <laughs> but I I just see that playing out. Mm. So I think there's probably an M and A coming. They're probably going to issue shares to buy something. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're there, I, I think it's a haul. Okay. Uh, I'm not selling it because. There's something's going to happen here, and I don't know what it is, mm. but I think something interesting is going to happen. Good management, the broker is getting involved more than one, so there's people are smelling something's going to happen. So there is something coming. Um, I think it's yeah. Look, I'm, I'm not rushing out to put fresh money in it, but if you're there, I'm happy to hold. I, you know, it's an interesting play. I I didn't look at this before. Now I'm going to keep that on the watch list mm. because yeah. okay. interesting mix coming through. All right. Something's okay. going to happen here. I don't All know. All right. Why. Terry, thank you for that. Mm. Putting it on the radar. Uh, Daryl wants a view, Nathan, on Hanson Technology, another software provider in uh, energy water communications industries. Yeah. Look, uh, from memory, they bought into Europe. I think that was the big transformation model. And um, it, you know, this is not a growth model. Um, so their growth really comes from acquisition. Yeah. Um, and. It had a really good run up on that. Everyone got excited. Uh, it was one of those one did nothing for a long time and then you get this acquired growth and then it ran up and then it's fading and brokers are, you know, I guess there's nothing new to do till they do something uh, aggressive. And so um, I think it's okay. 
but I don't think the market's going to get excited anytime soon unless they do an M&A for growth. Um, I think it's a solid business. It keeps uh, executing. Um, they've been around a while and everyone's had a look at them saying they should be doing this or that. Um, they tend to you know, play a decent time before they make a move. So since they've only made the move a couple of years ago, I don't think they're going to do any another massive move. Okay. So if you're there, you're, you're fine. I think this kind of market volatility, especially the risk in the market, and since it's actually not a bad defensive play. So right. I think you're okay sitting there. Okay. But I don't think you're going to do so, it. Hold for you. Uh, Corey, but it seemed to be going sideways for a while, does it? Gosh, you know better than to bring up the chart. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with Maith, actually. I think I think he's got this one right um, for a oh. change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that's right. We've owned this, well, we've recommended this um, in the newsletter in the past oh. and done relatively well at it. But it's, it's a... Okay. I would say is I, th- I think my my view on this has changed over the years since we've been covering it, um, and it's a bit of a contentious one in the team. Our analyst on Hanson likes a lot more than I do personally, um, and I think the the weight of the data is probably on his side. This is over a long period of time been a quite a high quality good business. Yeah. Why don't May- you like it? We'll get to that in a second. Um, <laughs> this this is a, it's a founder-run business that specialises in billing software, and yep. as, as Maith kind of suggests, billing software is um, is absolutely instrumental. It's a revenue driver for a business, so it tends to be extremely sticky. Um, companies do not go shifting around their billing provider, no. and so the when they. And it's for energy cut, your energy yes. bills, but also yeah. your Foxtel bill yes. and stuff like that. That's right? a really good point. That's, Send it all to it, it's for really complex uh, revenue generators. Yeah. So, so energy, you're right, um, um, uh, broadband. Something we have yeah. lots of customers on, too lots of plans. Change. It's like yeah. a bank. Well, Origin, Origin, when they bought Contact Energy for, in New Zealand, the Contact Energy was with a different um, billing software provider, mm-hmm. and they tried to bring them onto their own Origin-based um, billing software. That move took them eight years to extract wow. that business wow. on. And I think wow. in the end, they, yeah. I'm, I think they may have even given up and gone back. I'm not sure. I don't mm. know how that ended, but I know it took almost a decade. Okay. Now, that's great because they don't lose customers, but they also don't gain customers. So the only way to grow is by acquiring other yeah. customers. So you've got a founder here who's very good at buying Customers is essentially what he does. He just keeps on buying um, companies, but he essentially he's buying those customers and folding them into yeah. the Hanson um, business. I just, I, I don't know, that, that kind of, it requires brilliant capital allocation, flawless execution. The growth is actually quite slow because you have to wait for these opportunities to pop up. Yeah, and for all of that, it's on a more than 20 times multiple with unknown lumpy growth. I, I, look, I, there's a place for it. For me, I would only buy this um, at a much, much lower multiple. Okay. Um, interestingly enough, Gentrack, which is a similar business to this, which we actually have owned in Just both in the newsletter and in the fund, um, had a ripper result. And that yeah. turnaround Just has now that. absolutely turned. Um, so I these can be great performers when you buy them at the right price. So Gentrax is a, a better one for you? No, no. Gen- I'm just, I'm just, just showing off. That's all. Oh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> and, <laughs> and also making the point that that you can make money on these if you buy them at the right, right price. Yeah, okay. And this is not the right price. It, it's, right. it's a, it's, it's pseudo defensive. Yeah. So people, no, it's, it's completely kind of, defensive. So You're right. In yeah. this kind of market, yeah. it gets overpriced. Right. Yeah. So you don't. It's like Transurban. You, you don't buy those kind of stocks Is now. Is it a good yield though? Uh, yeah, but the yield always looks good till you know things no, are like this is not a yield stock it's not a huge they have to keep buying yeah. businesses so okay. no. and Transurban is a huge sell by the way do not yeah, buy it is a massive sell yeah. 
Uh, Wallace wants a view on uh, Pointera, mm. uh, Gorat, the, uh, the 3D technology. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> no, no, no. Look, this is an interesting idea, um, but I think that's all it is. Um, I, I quite like, I've, I've heard presentations from management a few times, and I can't help but quite like them because they've anticipated all my questions and they've gone to great lengths to try and, and answer them. But I'm just not satisfied with these answers. The biggest problem with this business, um, which is growing revenue reasonably well and has a, a product which I do not understand, but apparently, you know, it's cool. does some cool stuff. Um, it's cool. Yeah, um, <laughs> but there's no cash flow. There is no oh, cash flow. Oh. And I just, I would, it's a real red flag for me, an important, it saved me a lot of money in the past. I mean, I had bought Dubba um, on the same sort of principles as this, growing revenue, great product, engaged management. Um, but when the cash flow didn't turn up, I, that was a red flag and I sold oh. instantly. It saved me a lot of money. Oh. And the same argument is with this one. They got a great length to explain why cash flow isn't coming in. I don't care about the reasons. Cash flow is not coming in. You cannot own this while it is not generating cash flow. It's just too much. It's too important. It's an avoid so far, despite all the interesting stuff, despite the good management, despite the great product. Right. It's Nathan, an avoid. Does yeah. cool overcome cash flow? I was just jeering him up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it is cool. Yeah. Um, you're like, if you've got a data gig, this is a great stock. Um, but <laughs> Can you get, do you know what it does? I couldn't, couldn't quite understand it. Oh, it's, it's it more sounds of, kind of interesting. But yeah, it's more the visualization it. of how you can get a lot of things to, into someone who can get that more. It's, it's visualizations now become a huge thing yeah, in right. every industry. Like if you look at most industries now, mm. um, data visualization has become part of management decision making. And this kind of takes you to the next level. Now, you are right. Now, in, in context, in the saying that it's one thing to have a concept, and I've seen a lot of concepts in my time, uh, but then to get to the money. Yeah. Would you believe in the last 12 months, the, uh, the biggest outperforming factor in the US is not value. You would have thought it's value, right? Mm. With interest rates going this way. Yeah. Mm profitability oh right. yeah okay. number two is now okay. is size oh, and hence why the big, it's a big profitable yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, right. okay. profitable safety yeah. that's the best yeah. performing factor yeah. this is not neither of those right and that's the problem um, look it was when when money is cheap cool is cool yeah when money is expensive cool is not cool I right. think now is the time to be looking at stuff like now that. I'm, I, I'm interested I am in I agree with you yeah. but I'm not jumping in now. Yeah. I, I want to see, because the pain, there's a timeline to it. You get interest rates going up, and then at some point, the Fed, I think probably one more hike, and then they'll call it cool quits. And then you'll get that aftershock of everything coming through because it takes yep. a time delay. And that effect, and that's when it looks ugly, that's when you want to buy these stocks. So I'm waiting on this one. I'm not jumping in right now. So would this be on your list though? It is on my list. I, I think it's okay. one of those things is cool enough that when things bottom out, this one will be one. Thing. You've got to see some cash flow first. That, for me. that is true. Yeah. And that's that's number one, right? Yeah. You if they can fix that, I'll, I'll Because they've been account. around long yeah. enough that you can't just go on concept. Now yeah. you've got to have money yeah. coming. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's recap the first five stocks. Zipper No from both Gorab and uh, and Mathan. RPM, a buy from both. Frontier, a hold. Uh, Develop Global, a hold. Hanson, a no from Gorab, a hold from Mathan. 
and Pointera a no from both. Um, as we talked about earlier, we have our own high conviction fantasy fund as picked by the investment committee. Uh, last episode is on the platform osbiz.com. Uh, that committee meeting, they trimmed a percent from Macquarie, Wes Farmers and Elders, hmm. added that to WiseTech, MA and Cash, yeah. and Austal was replaced hmm. by Kelsian. Oh, uh, was it? To- Maith. How did you let that uh, he happen? He was bullied by Henry. Oh, I couldn't. It's two to one. Ben, yep, exactly. It was ben. outvoted. I'd expect this from Henry, but Ben. <laughs> the <laughs> next investment committee, I think <clears throat> they will be reminded. Yes, I think uh, they will. I, think, I, think, I think Linus is a sleeper here. Especially, Linus. Especially with what yeah. the US uh, came out with on the weekend. Yep. Uh, mm. You know, critical minerals. Yep. Um, look. You can have your rare earth, but you still need the process. Yeah, They're yeah. still up there. Okay. And I reckon there's a lot more backing coming from What's PAR? Right. Huh? What's PAR? Uh, um, paradigm. Paradigm. What's, what's that? Oh, oh, farm. Okay, biotech. Farmer. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, yes. Up 10.5% since inception. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, RPM will go up to the investment committee as a result of that. Make it happen, Maith. Um, <laughs> all right, this half hour, Alcidian, Cog State, <clears throat> Homeco, Daily Needs, REIT, Centrix, and Latitude. All right. Uh, Preet wants a view on Alcidian, uh, Mathan. Um yeah, I look at software business for the healthcare industry. Yeah, I look, it's, it's in there. Yeah, you got the defensive nature of their yeah. customer base. Technology obviously got bashed up. Look, I think it's been bashed up that you want to look at it. It's an interesting play. It's ugly. I mean, it looks like a roadkill, right? And that's, you want to look at it. I think the customer base is relatively stable. Um, it is interesting that today's list, pretty much all of them are micro cap. Yeah. You know, pretty small that was stock. Interesting. I thought it was yeah, which is yeah, which yeah. is kind of interesting because yeah. micro caps are actually underperforming small caps now. Yeah. So I can understand why people mm. are looking at it. Mm. Um, and this is classic uh, opportunity. I, I yeah. think this is an opportunity. I do like the management. Um, I do like the management, and a lot of people that I think are pretty good like the management. So that tells me that it's worthwhile mm. looking at. So it's one for nibble for me. I think okay. there's probably the, the, especially in the next month you got tax loss selling hitting so it might get a bit weaker but this has been belted i mean you're below pandemic yeah. stuff so you want to buy okay yeah i would actually agree with that i've never looked at this business before um i was surprised cash flows yep no that's 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 not an issue <laughs> okay. um well there's well. lots of revenue cash flows the cash flows aren't really there as much as you'd like but um it's not as it's not as chronic as as yeah. Point Terra. So look, you can probably forgive that. There's also director buying, which in Point Terra we didn't mention. But there was the director selling. When right. director sells at low low share prices, it I is know. a huge red flag. Um, if they believed in that business at all, there would no way be selling that um, at, at a low share price. But here we've got directors buying, um, and just the revenue growth. I, I saw the last last five years they have 10x revenue, um, yeah. and the. It's not showing up because their costs have risen hugely as well. So the, the, what this business needs to do is show it can um, con- contain its costs. And that's what a lot of tech firms have been working on. And this is, this is a candidate for that, for, that same, okay. um, for that same thing. Well, you look, look at zero when they yes. decided to cut costs yes. and focus on profit rather than 
Yes. Market growth. Which is what all the techs are it's doing. Double. Yeah. Even in globally, I right? Yeah. 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 Just going yeah. through it. Yeah. And uh, I'll put my hand up and say our analysts on zero uh, wanted to buy it and I said no. So I'm number right. one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you think I'm always right? <laughs> there you go. So back up around yeah. 100 bucks. So. I know. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it's run ahead of itself. I was wrong, but yeah, there you go. Yeah. Mm. So you, you do a nibble as well? I, I would do a nibble. I, I would just say you need, it, it's not just a, a, a nibble and, and put in the bottom drawer. You really need to monitor this. So yes. there's a few things you need to see. Right. So you've got to monitor, keep, keep an eye on that cash situation. That's the first thing I'll be looking at in the next report. The gross margins here are really high, and that's great. They're actually, it, it appears to be scaling on a product level, but this, the other costs are growing. I think it might be selling costs, so I'm not sure where those other costs are going. As I say, I don't know this business all that well, but if they can contain those costs, mm. there's a product here that's got traction, and um, the management who are buying stock, it, and it seems to be a, in reasonably cheap, actually, on, on a revenue okay. multiple. This, right. is, this is the time. To, if you're interested too. in this sort of thing, this yeah. is the time to be looking at it. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's I'll go nipple, yeah. Okay. Uh, thumbs up there, Preet. Thank you for that. Francis wants uh, a view, Gaurav, on Cogstate. Uh, digital brain health assessments. Yeah, I, I, this was beyond me. Um, I had no idea. No idea. I was hoping you'd go to May 1st. <laughs> I'll just say that um, there, there are some stocks that are just too hard. And, and yeah. this one, there was a, I think there was a poorly done, there was a few th- things in the news I saw about this one that put me off a little bit. I think there was a, a poll, there was some insider trading charges right. or yeah. some governance issues and that just puts me right off. That right. big spike down you see there, yeah. I think that's when that news came out. If you know this stock, that might be an opportunity if it's nothing, but um, this just bamboozled me. I have no yeah. idea. I've yeah. never heard it before. Looking at it for the first time, this is not a stock you can look at for 10 minutes no. <laughs> yeah, no. and come yeah, to yeah. a conclusion about it. I, I, this looks very complicated to me. I didn't understand it. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. it's not easy. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, you, you've got to really understand the business model and it might be above my peer grade for that one. Uh, but. You look through what's happening, and you're right. When you get governance issues yeah. in these kind of stocks where you really need to back the management, that's a massive worry. That's right. That's right. Um, a couple of brokers are covering it. They've been on a downgrade cycle. Yeah, right. So okay. that's another flag that, you know, in a, in a concept stock where these things where you've got to back management, when the broker's covering yeah. uh, are losing faith gradually, that's not a good sign. Yeah. So for me, um, this is not one you want to buy. I think, you, you know, if you've been in it for a while, you've actually done okay. Take your money, uh, yeah. go somewhere safer, uh, because the risk return I don't think um, stacks up as well. There's a lot of red flags running around, um, and when brokers are downgrading, and in in reality in this kind of space, brokers generally are always positive. So yeah. the fact that they're negative tells you you've got to be careful. So I'd say there's a flags there. Um, I'd say look somewhere else. For me, um, I think it's just okay. too hard. All right, Shane wants to know: Would you look at a home home code daily needs? Uh, REIT for that money. He bought, Shane bought the shares after the Aventus merger. Uh, is it a hold or a sell? What, 52 shopping centres? Uh, ah, look, they own? I, I would straight away go and say, no, it's property, dump it. I mean, it's been smacked. Um, it's, it's in the right space, and I think it'll probably not going to be easy in the short term i think expect volatility um the numbers look too good i think the dividends will be cut um you'll see a weaker numbers but look i, I think from what i can see it's, it'll be around it's not going to go bust or anything um and i think you can ride the curve i mean it's regional so. massive discount yes yeah. they are yeah Please so again that we've kind of gone past the oh 
we, you know, there's a risk coming. I know there's a risk coming. Yeah. Everyone knows there's a risk coming. Yeah. So I think most of that is kind of priced in. Um, it's the one that is not priced in that you have to worry about. So yeah. in this case, I think you've taken the hit. Mm. Uh, I think you hold. I, I'm not going out and adding extra right. money. Mm. I think you hold. Okay. Um, it's even though I'm bearish on property, I think this one you hold. Because it's a big box. Yeah, and it's retail and it's in that yeah, defensive retail. customer base side, regional. I, I think it's worthwhile. Okay. I think it's okay. Yeah, you're right. That, it, if you look at the, the asset quality, it's, it's quite high. You're right. Big box retail with top tier clients um, so you don't have the default risk they don't change around their store formats or eg- entry, enter and exit stores um, with with a lot of haste um, and the the interesting thing is the valuation it's trading at a 20% discount to NTA as it should be though I, I would not call that cheap that no. should be that that is what right. it should be trading at because the cap rates on its property portfolio are 5% on average it's just way too low we, we look right. at where um, interest rates are now but you can get debt free you can buy bonds at sort of 5% now yeah. why yeah. would you that, buy that, that's the part cap? I don't yeah, get yeah. if people tell me oh look this is paying 3.5% yeah. and it's good here I go yeah, the US government is giving yeah. you 3.8. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, Buffett at the AGM said he um, Berkshire Hathaway is now getting 5 point something percent on its cash pile when it used to get sort of 10 basis points or mm. something like that. Mm-hmm. So the, the you've got to realign yeah. that. I, I think 5% is way too low. So uh, the market's onto us. You know, I'm not saying anything that no one, that everyone doesn't already know. That's why it's trading at a discount to NTA. My point is simply that that is not an opportunity, that is reality. That's what should right. happen. Um, so we should expect to see those cap rates to rise over time, compressing the valuation. Because a, a normal investor would say, if it's trading at 20%, yeah. 25% below the value of the property, yeah. that's got to be a, a buy. Yeah. Because the price will gravitate yeah. Back to that, but what you're so saying is, is they haven't done the revaluations yeah. to yeah. bring it Everyone's, down to the levels. I this mean, is this is the definition of a value trap yeah. because your price is calculated daily, yeah. and the cap rates are, are done right. what annually or something. Right. Right? So, so yeah. give you a classic example: local councils mm. are sending you newly valued property value yeah. because they can charge you more on rates because they're <laughs> trying to lock it in at That's the funny, top right? of the cycle, right? <laughs> right. And yeah. I got it. I went, mm. oh. Is that supposed to make me feel that I'm rich? And I went, mean, yeah. oh, they just realized that they can charge us more by putting up the valuation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's the that's where we are in yeah. the property cycle. We've, right. We're at the peak. We're going to get those mark to market. And that's why I'm worried about property, private equity, venture capital, hmm. a lot of those off-market ones. At yeah. some point, they will have to revalue down. Because that affects all your finance. That's it, everything. The, the other effect. The other points to make here are the that the whale, the weighted average lease expiry, um, is really low, so less than five years. Oh, okay. A high quality tenant, so it's not a huge problem, um, but the debt levels are very high as well, as you'd expect from a large property trust as well. Right. The yield is seven percent or so. For me, I would rather take the bonds at five than yeah. this at seven. Um, but if you are a yield investor who's hungry for yield, uh, you know I can see a case for holding this. Right. Uh, but I certainly would not be. Um, buying it and um, and consider some of the fixed interest alternatives. I think they look interesting right now. Okay. All right. Uh, Brian wants a view on Centrex, um, owns uh, phosphate and potash projects, which to uh, an investor will go, well, BHP's paid a big play there. Should I buy this and get exposure <laughs> as well? Look, it's not as crazy as it sounds. Mate, did we cover this recently? This rang a bell when no, I was No, we looked at another one. Oh, it was another, another one, one yeah. It? Okay. It must yeah. be this whole subsector of, of 
potassium potash businesses, which yeah, I don't they, know anything about. I think right? once once you, yeah. once you get the big gorilla going in yeah, 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 and yeah. saying that I rather do that than lithium, yeah, suddenly. Yeah. Every man and his dog's looking for every project out there. I guess that. But look, in, in the defense of Centrex, um, it's a small business, like $100 million. But it looks like, uh, I might have got this wrong, but I think they're very close to production, if not at production no, right now, they're, right? They're, they're selling into Asia right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So they're ramping up. Yeah. So that means they've got the mine funded. It's yeah. up and going. I had a quick look at the actual deposit. Now, I... I'm much more comfortable with metals in bulks than I am with right. this stuff. I don't know this stuff very well, but from the basic mining looks good. You know, you've got shallow grades, low use of explosives, a simple, nice, simple flow sheet, the transport's taken care of. All the, all the basics are kind of in place here. Um, it doesn't, doesn't look terrible. I expected to see a mess and it wasn't like, I, I just don't know this industry all that well, but if you know it well, there's, I mean, it's, it's mildly interesting. It's not, not expensive. They could potentially be um, generating a fair bit of cash out of this. And I also noticed there's a big Chinese, um, I think it's Bao Steel, who's a, um, who's a, um, a shareholder. These Chinese steel conglomerates are interesting. Um, in the last um, downturn, because um, the governments, state governments typically use these Chinese steel mills as um, vacuums to, to subsidize and suck in um, uh, businesses that are failing, that are owned by friends or relatives oh, and right. things like that. So right. in the last downturn, I think there was a Chinese steel business who was losing money on on its steel production, but making money on its vegetable division. <laughs> and I think something similar might be happening here. I think Bao Steel might have some sort of fertilizer oh, business, yeah. so they have an off-take. Okay. Um, but I, this, I mean, uh, look, when, you, when you're buying mining projects and especially agricultural-focused mining, this is not something you can just buy on the strength of the numbers or the strength of the, um, or, or a 10-minute glance. You really need to understand this stuff in detail because yeah. they're committing to a bunch of capital up front. You're not selling into an open market. There's usually an off-take partner or a customer. So there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of risks that is, aren't obvious just from a cursory glance, and I just don't know this business well enough. But from a cursory glance, it doesn't look terrible. Mm. Um, if you're in there, I've got no reason oh, to, 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 to yeah. sell. Yeah. Oh, I've followed a lot yeah. of phosphate potash plays, blown yeah. myself up a few times. So it's tough. It is tough. Yeah, it is it? really yes. tough because yeah. it's a scale game. So it's, it just becomes harder and harder. But look, these guys seem to be doing the right things. Um, and I mean, as Gurev said, it's not something that we can just look at it over a few days and suddenly make a call on. But they seem to be doing better than I thought. I actually expected a blow up. I said it like. And I have to say, it's going. not. It's, it yeah. seems to be holding up well. I'll tell you one thing, though. In all of these things, if you get any whiff of production problems, get out. you just run. <laughs> you just run. That, that is the mistake that I've done. Any regulatory or production problems in this sector, uh, because it just you know snowballs into a massive problem yeah. right so i'm happy to be there you've actually done they're well producing yeah they're producing they're selling off to the asian market so you know they're doing hell of a lot better than i thought they would uh, so i'm happy to ride it if you see any production or regulatory problem run Reassess. apart from that happy to hold okay these are tough businesses though, because you're moving low value um yeah. dirt around a lot. vast distances so you really there's a reason why this entire industry is dominated by giants and that's because you need to be you, is, uh, the skill isn't in digging the skill yeah. is in moving stuff around you need to right. have a well-integrated logistics chain and that's why i'd want to be checking out with these guys like how are they moving stuff around what are the costs of that, that that's more important than the, the digging part all right 
Final stock, Libya wants to be on Latitude Group. Um, the mm. Consumer Finance Group, um, I think their, their biggest customer is Harvey Norman. Mm. When you get the three years interest-free yeah. sort of repayments, that's organised by, by Latitude. Yeah, a beautiful line down. Um, and it's been down for a while. And then you've got um, cyber problems and all of those things added to yep. it. Um, it's a tough one. It's been belted for everything. It is so ugly, so bombed out. Oh, is it? Is it when to look at me? Yeah, I think it's worthwhile. I'm actually looking in the financials. I'm looking at, I mean, for me, the banks are overperforming. It's a bit like property. At some point, bad debt provisions have to go up and the profits come back and so does dividends and everyone will be shocked. Everyone goes, wow, didn't see that coming. So, but the banks are holding up, but the others have been hit for the same kind of competition in mortgage Mm. and finance stuff. So you've got AFG, it's underperformed yes and you know yeah. i think uh, lfs is Hum similar is another one yeah i think looks a lot interesting. of those you guys have looked at judo bank yeah, yeah. it's it's moves around yeah. a fair you, bit. i think kosh you tell me about that yeah, you know yeah, the, it's a small, the CEO, right? yeah dedicated small business bank yeah uh executives come out of big bank that's right really yeah, good yeah. uh launch with a fair bit of chinese backing yep. as well money when uh, it's only been listed two or three years mm. yeah, but, it's hard yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's, and that's the beauty yeah. of it. I yeah. mean, yeah. I'm not saying it's for the shareholders, but I mean, as a fresh investor, yeah. you look at it, all of these have been bombed out. Yeah. And the big bangs are up there. Yeah. And so for me, the long, short thematic always hits me. So I look at it, there's a lot of money there. There's nothing here. Yeah. And so I'm keeping an eye on them. And small business, I can, I mean, we all know small business is struggling. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's not going to sort itself out tomorrow. No. But it's, it will at some point bottom out yeah. and things will start to improve. Is mm. the latitude in that? I, I think so. I, I think so. It is, I mean, you can't think of anything else. That can, mm. I mean, I'll touch it. was a controversial I, float. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, and I know that. Very controversial. I know, that, I know a certain person there that used to be at Citigroup before that I <laughs> used to work with. Uh, so, yes, I think. A lot of these things have been blown up so much okay. uh, that I think you want to keep an eye on. Right. I think this is one of those so ones. So you buy or? I think you nibble. I think you okay. nibble over wow. the next six months. I'm impressed. It is so ugly. And mm. I mean, the cyber thing is just a cream on crop for, you know, buying opportunity because yep. everything has been bad for them, float. And, you know, I tell you, yeah, if, yeah, if you underperform yeah, yeah. in the float in the first six months, run away. And this is, you know, it's year good. and a half, right? Mm. And so, yes, but I think it's getting to that point where it's worthwhile. I'll nibble over the next six months. I think you'll do okay. Forever. Mm. I tell you are what. Are you tossed into nibbling? I think Nathan gave you the correct answer. I'm going to give you the comfortable answer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think you might be on to that. This, is, this, is, this whole sector is absolutely hated. Um, but when, and that's a good reason to look at it, and maybe it's a good reason to nibble, but I just, I don't like management. I don't like the business. Um, and it's probably my, um, I'm probably anchoring to the float, which was terrible. Yeah. I mean, our analyst called it the worst float he's ever seen. Um, but, you know, when you get people and processes in the culture that you don't really gel with, I don't really want to invest money and I don't want to tell others to do it either. Um, I'm, I'm more interested. I mean, you're right. This is an interesting area to look at. But I'd be looking at elsewhere, maybe judo or um, AFG. AFG. We've had we've lost money on that in the past. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> and that might be it's, it's might not be like time your ex-girlfriend. You can yeah. go back to credit call. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, see that's that was Sorry, my was favorite credit call. That was my favorite well, we short. Credit yeah. See, that was yeah. my favorite short in going into this cycle. Yeah. Um, and and I think that 
it's getting pretty close. Yeah, I want right. to. I want to know the time. Yeah, right, that's minute. Pretty, yeah. Minute that's the Fed smashed. goes. It's been smashed. Yeah, it's been smashed. Yeah. The, the minute Don't the know Fed it. Yes. Oh, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> uh, I think the, the one for me with the credit yeah. corp is yeah. when the Fed says yeah. we are done. Yeah. yeah. You just go buy for credit corp. Yeah. Right. Okay. You just buy credit. But that's see that's a good comparison I think because that's yeah. a business where I really like management. It's a wonderful culture. The yes. long track record of success. Yeah. I'm comfortable and buying that. And their plays when it's bombed out, right? It's yeah, a place yeah, US, yeah. so their scale is there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, minute the Fed says done, you just buy credit. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's recap the final five stocks. Nibble for Alcidian, um, Cogstate, a no. Uh, Hunco Daily Needs, a hold. Centrix, a hold. And uh, Latitude, a nibble from Mathan. Uh, Gaurav wants nothing to do with it. <laughs> All right, that's it for our show for today. If you'd like any stocks for me to put to our uh, our panels, uh, go to osbiz.co slash callpicks or tweet us using the Osbiz TV hurdle. Gaurav Sodi from Intelligent Investor, always great to catch up. Thanks, Mike Thomas Thomasandara from Deep Data Analytics, likewise. Mm-hmm. Have a good week. Thanks. Uh, more of Osbiz after this. We'll be right back.